0: Hello and welcome to ReTNG, a Star Trek: The Next Generation rewatch podcast. My name
1: is Chris. This is Emmett, and this is season seven, episode seventeen. That's Lost Evans. Mm. Uh, yeah. So this is uh, Masks. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, Masks was written by Joe Minoski, directed by Robert Bleemer, and first aired February twenty first, nineteen ninety four. Uh, so I one hundred percent completely forgot what this episode was about until you said the title, and I was like, "Oh, right, this one." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that's my fault because we're no, no, we're no weak behind on that. No, no, no. no it's it's okay. Yeah, it was it. only a week. But ago. to be fair, uh, to be fair, I it was probably a week. Ago would not I have had time to do it last week. No, no, it's all given good. Given what. Yeah. The top five that we did. Yes. Yeah, went we went, we went, uh, we the, went all the 90 hour top five. We that, went yeah. long. We went long. It had been a while. The series.
0: Um, I forgot how uh, you're in reviews. It had been a while <laughs> since we've done one and they do. Yeah, they it's true. do go long.
1: Um, yeah. So yeah. masks. So this is masks. So this would be like an a exa- good example of an episode that is not necessarily a very good episode. More interesting but than good. A, but I, <laughs> it's an episode I like. Yeah. Yeah, which happens every so often because there are some episodes that just have things that appeal to me that are like, like oh, that's neat, mm. but it's not really a good it's, episode. It's <laughs> they they did a I think they did a
0: good job on the story setup.
1: Yeah,
0: uh, we got we got space mystery, which is always where Star Trek is, is yeah. at its best. We got the the like oh what is this weird Maybe that's why I like so much comet, comet thing. That is my favorite. And the comet turns into a weird yeah, that like, is my favorite category sculpture. Episode. And then we introduce like this like really novel way of alien communication yeah. which is like well, like way stretching I, I, this is a kind of thing like in some ways like the the story elements of this and how like Kind of like probably out there
1: overly ambitious and that's part it, to, to of why there. it doesn't quite work. But, but in just in terms of like the, like the this, wow, what an out there idea.
0: No. I wish they did like, more.
1: Throw in some action scenes and this mm. would have been a, a storyline probably more suitable for like a Star Trek movie. Oh yeah, okay. Because it's just sure. it's like a little too big mm-hmm. for them to really pull off. Yeah. On their I, weekly schedule and budget. I think about
0: you know how they I mean this is a primarily focus, it's a uh, like
1: um, Picard and Data, but Data is not Data. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, well, I'm that just... was something that actually was one of the issues with the episode was that, you know, because of their lack of prep sometimes, mm-hmm. Spiner was very uncomfortable with his lack of prep that he had to oh. work out all these characters that he has to play. Mm. Um, he felt like he could have done a much better job if he had had time to really properly think, figure out... I mean, know. if I had kind of, like, one qualm
0: about this episode is I wish, rather than Spiner playing all the characters, they had distributed all those
1: characters amongst the rest of the crew. Yeah. And that kind would, of almost it, like the um, that Strange New Worlds episode yes. where it's, like, the, the fairy, book, fairy tale yeah, kind the of fairy book. the fairy tale. And yep. all of the peop- mm-hmm. characters become characters in the story. In the story. Yeah. And
0: if they had instead, like... So Picard is, like, more or less... Uh, dealing with his crew but at the time his crew are not going to be his crew and and then you know they could have set up each you know they could have had Riker could have been the old guy next to the fire trying to stay warm they could have you know they could have done it a little bit like that but I mean considering that they were again like you said they clearly like we got to hammer out an episode we got this wild idea but we probably don't have time to bring it to true fruition you know you know, still, outrageous concepts. We're going to be... This alien... Well, it's basically telling it's the going story of a whole going to alien mythology. Yeah. And then we're going to physically but transform the ship. But in the context the ship, of... Yeah. We're going to,
1: you know... Yeah. In the context of turning the ship into yeah. the setting of that mythology. Mm-hmm. And Data embodying the characters of that mythology. Uh-huh. Um, Yeah, no, I mean, it, like I said, very cool idea. Possibly just way outside yeah. of what they really yeah. could pull off you know mm-hmm. um i mean those masks they i don't know
0: about that uh function over form
1: i mean the basic idea <laughs> no of,
0: one was breaking the style bank yeah, putting I mean, those together. the basic
1: together. idea of like the 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 symbols and you know yeah. having to like figure out what they mean like they have all the different like things with like because there's like the masaka which is like yeah. like the the sort of queen that's yeah. like the masaka everybody, awakens everybody's like afraid of her and was yeah. but then there was like uh korgano uh, Kargano like yeah. where it was like oh he's the only one that can control yeah. masaka that you know and he, he, he chases her down and stuff mm-hmm. and that whole kind of slow kind of unveiling of the idea of like oh this is like a mythology and yeah. it's like masaka is like a sun goddess yeah, and yeah and Korgana is like a moon I mean, you know i mean there was definitely a, there definitely like some the elements of uh, was it uh, shaka
0: when the walls fell sure. kind of trying yeah, to style because again it's too. kind of referencing yeah. legend yeah. and mythology and stuff yeah.
1: Yeah. but but you know the idea of you know these symbols and how they they corresponded and that's great cuz it's very true to like that's how actual like cultures and stuff mm. develop in the real world and you can look back on many many you know and so But the problem is, is that because it was, like, they had no point of reference, it it took, like, most of the episode just for them to get to the point where they were like, oh, now we're putting two and two together. Mm -hmm. And so it was a bit kind of, like... They were a bit too, like,
0: obtuse at the beginning. Yeah, there was a lot of sort
1: of, like, like, uh, kind of, um, uh, you know, bumbling about in the dark. Yeah. Metaphorically speaking. Mm-hmm. Where, like, it was just a whole lot of, like, something's happened in the ship. But we don't know what it is because we don't know what any of this stuff means. Mm-hmm. Something happened to Data. We
0: don't know what it is
1: because we don't know what any of this means. Yeah. There's a bunch of symbols in the computer. We don't know what it is because we don't know what any of it means. And it just, I think that... That's, that was clearly a match-three game. Yeah. Uh, I think if there was something that was able to, like, trigger that sort of... Something that could kind of start putting the pieces together a little earlier... So it was more of a process rather than a like hundred like zero to to a hundred kind of like mm-hmm. we know nothing to I figured it out yeah, yeah you know yeah. like it was I mean that is the
0: curse of many a Star Trek episode yeah. where they spend way too long establishing the mystery and then yeah. they forget that it's only a forty five minute show yeah, and we only yeah. got ten minutes to figure it out and wrap it up yeah um, but you know on the plus side Troy lots of screen time uh, Commander Troy uh <laughs> yeah, yeah. lots of screen time here uh she she you know basically more or less acts as uh a backup to picard in this episode which was you know nice to see that they weren't like you know after the last episode she gets a promotion or or previous episode i guess um and they didn't just immediately uh forget that the character existed
1: uh as they are want to do with troy that's interesting uh, it says uh, this episode derived from an old premise of Michael Pillars to do a take on the lost library of Alexandria. Oh, Joe, Joe Manoski sure. had originally used purely archetypal forms, but these proved hard to conceptualize, so they were changed to actual characters from the archive. Mm uh ron d moore recalled i remember seeing the initial story and saying jesus what is this I was, it was pretty out there and then the script came in and we all sort of scratched our heads and looked at each other and wondered what he's smoking out there in the alps <laughs> but when we started to examine it and get into it a little more we saw what he was doing he has some real interesting ideas and he approaches things from a fresh angle uh oh yeah yeah like uh here's the thing where brent spiner yeah brent spiner found this episode to be one of his most mm-hmm. difficult acting assignments on the series I had some good stuff with the seventh season. I just wish they'd been scheduled differently. I got the script for Masks on the night before we shot it, and I was finishing... Oh my th- goodness. And I was finishing Thine Own Self the med- the midnight before, so I didn't have the time to even absorb the script and digest it and figure out who these people were that I was playing. I think I said to Jerry at the time, give me six months and I think I can give all the characters their due. But as it was, I didn't know who these people <laughs> you were. You six hours. <laughs> and so I was doing instant acting and just coming up with whatever I was coming up with because we had to put it to film. Mm-hmm. Which... Really shows, like, wow. Uh, Brent Spiner on the spot acting, good job considering, yeah. you know, what he was given. And then speaking of Jerry Taylor, she said, yeah. she said, uh, Brent was very nervous about doing all these parts. He said, uh, he said Dustin Hoffman had a year to figure out how to do Tootsie and portray a woman. Yeah. I said, you don't have to portray a woman, just portray a leader. Yeah. He ended up carving up four unique, distinct personalities, which are very, very tough on an actor, especially given mm-hmm. the time constraints.
0: Yeah, no. He, uh, I you know again like I said you know it's it's the, the probably the only weak part there is that they did confine it all to one character <laughs> and for, unfortunately forcing poor Spiner to do
1: it interestingly um the temple set mm-hmm. cuz they have that big final yeah, yeah, you know where? encounter in the temple there cuz that would fit on and everything on, that wouldn't fit on on next gen sets so the temple set was actually built on stage 18 of the Star Trek Deep Space 9 sets oh okay um and then because stage 16, which was what TNG would normally use for this stuff, mm-hmm. still had the village from thine own self built on it because they didn't have time right in between those episodes to like transition it over. So they had to, yeah, because they didn't have the time to take down that and put up, you know, the temple set. You, so. get,
0: you get, you know, you work with what you got yeah. in these, uh, in these situations, especially back then when you're, what you say? You got, here's your set size. Don't build anything bigger than <laughs> But, uh, but yeah, no, I mean, as, as an episode goes, uh, I, I enjoyed it. Uh, I appreciated their attempt at, you know, pushing the creativity of the, of the show. And, and like you said, like, it's pretty far out there concept, uh, in terms of, you know, even considering like, say the first, like the last couple episodes where we had, you know. Data
1: on a renaissance planet I mean, and stuff like that, you know, like certainly you kind of give them credit on the fact that they, whether, whether it was really pulled off or not, that at least they like shot for something that sure. was not like just the ordinary, mm-hmm. like, let's just get an episode done. Right. It was like, they definitely, and that's why I was saying like, it might've been overly ambitious, but, uh, especially given the fact that, you know, how like a lot of the people involved didn't really know exactly, mm-hmm. you know, what they were doing. Um, but, at least I do give them credit for, like, they, they attempted it, yeah. which is, like, that's pretty impressive. I mean, for them to even get it to the point where they got it when it was such an undertaking and, like, they didn't really know exactly what it was going to be, you know, I mean, especially when you hear that about, like, Spiner having, mm-hmm. like, basically zero prep. I mean, that's even less than what I thought it was when I first heard that yeah. it had not very much prep. So, like, having basically zero prep to figure out these characters, I mean, that would never happen normally, right? No. Like, I always kind of joke about how the fact that, like, when people are really impressed when actors play, like, multiple characters in the same, like, movie or show or whatever. And and I always kind of chuckle a little bit because it's like, that's literally their job to play different characters. characters, The only difference is they're doing it in the same production. But it's no different from them doing a bunch of different characters in a row. But the lead time for something like this, right? Like in any other situation, you would have so much more prep. That script months ahead for doing multiple characters. Like if you're doing a feature, you're right. Exactly, you would Mm -hmm. have it way ahead, and you would figure all that stuff out. You would have rehearsals. Yeah, you know. So him having literally no prep to have to walk in and just well, come up
0: all with... all his prep time had to be in, like, remembering his lines. Yeah. And and, and so then that, the rest was, yeah, like you said, on the fly. Walk
1: in and have to, like, come up mm-hmm. with these characters on the spot. Right. You know, maybe with a little bit of collaboration with, like, the episode director, maybe, or whatever. Yeah. But, like, you know, or maybe even getting help from some of the other actors. Like, maybe sure. Patrick Stewart gave him some, some suggestions, you yeah. know, because he's, you know, obviously a great actor and stuff. Mm-hmm. But, like, who knows? But the point is, is this, like that makes it all the more impressive yeah to what that he was able to come up with what he was able to come up with right and that's partly why you get people like that to do to yeah. do parts like that yeah like well could they, any of the other actors pulled off well. a multi-character yeah. i mean that's and, not a knock against them. no no it's just it's, maybe not the type it's a of actor specific they are. kind of skill it's a particular, yeah. like type of skill right so yeah um they're all like
0: look brent has played so many characters in yeah, the well, show at this point right yeah like, exactly
1: i mean <laughs> once again here's another episode where data is everybody yeah you know? yeah and just like a uh, fistful of datas you yeah. know, you got the western version where yeah. data is everybody and yeah. you know it's always oh, once again like, data
0: i don't need any of you i can do this whole this, show by myself it's always just everybody
1: <laughs> yeah um yeah right. Yeah, uh, that's yeah. why Spiner uh, insisted they to get killed off eventually. Because he's it's, just like, we got to give everyone else a chance, man. Like, <laughs> they're, they're just giving me everything here.
0: Yeah, and then they killed them off and they're like, we can't do any more Star Trek because we don't have to, don't have to rent Spiner to <laughs> yeah. do all the characters and Oh, anymore. that's why it stopped. That's why it oh, stopped. Okay, yeah, wow. Yeah. And they
1: really, uh, they really shot themselves in the foot there. They were
0: like, that's a third of the cast right yeah. there. No, no, it's just
1: one of the guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they really shot themselves in the foot there with that one. Um, so, yeah, uh, f- I mean, rating-wise, it makes it difficult because, yeah. like I said, I don't think it's necessarily a great episode, but I like it. Mm. So, what does that make it? Seven? Seven. Know, seven? Seven.
0: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm giving it an eight, but I think because i I think it's, like, I, uh, I think it's really, like five you know, as like a, an episode. It's a five that's a seven. It's a seven because yeah. I like I, it. I think for me it's like a it's a six that's an eight. Like, yeah. it's, it's a six in the turnout, but like... The ambition, the ideas, yeah. uh, the the acting, the it's more than some of its parts. Yeah, you know, yeah. which every so often happens in Star Trek. Usually, I, mean, I
1: definitely agree with that. Usually,
0: it's the reverse. When they
1: were making it, they probably thought it was a disaster because mm-hmm. oh. they were just like, "What is this? Mm-hmm. Like this? None of this works." Yeah, and then the final thing. And I can
0: also see like the critical consensus on an episode being like,
1: "Guys, yeah. what are you doing?" Yeah. Well, you know? apparently, um, be, do like. Another quote from Spiner there was that, like, you know, because of the difficulties of of making and stuff like that, and and just the nature of the story and everything, like, he always sort of thought of it as being, like, one of their worst ones. Yeah. And then, like, he found out later on that, like, a lot of fans really like it. Yeah. So, you know, it's just that, you know, once it's all put together, sometimes you can't foresee what it's going to be when it's all put together. But I'm sure when they were making it and they were standing on these weird, like, temple sets with these weird masks on and stuff. Like, what are we doing? I'm sure they were like, what are we doing here, right? But, yeah. you know, sometimes yeah. when you put it all together, yeah, like you say, you get a bit of a hold is mm-hmm. more than the sum of the parts yeah. aspect, and, yeah. and it works.
0: Because yeah. it's unfortunately usually, like, the more creative attempts at doing Star Trek episodes is the reverse. Where, like, look at all these great ideas they had. And then, like, the end product is yeah. worse than the sum yeah. of its parts. But, but, but
1: <laughs> yeah, for this one, I yeah. think it's interesting because I do think... Uh, I don't think it's a very good episode, but I like it. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so it's different than a lot of other episodes that I would give a 7 to where yeah. I just thought, like, it's good enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's not a, it's good enough episode. It's a, eh, it's kind of a bad episode, but yeah. I like it because I like some of the, you know, what they were what they were doing with it, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah, interesting one. All right. Yeah. All right. So- definitely, like, one of those very, like, non-essential. Oh, for sure. Yet, you know, I, there, but go ahead. Go ahead Yeah, and watch go it. ahead, yeah, yeah. but also, like, depending on the person, there are people that I would definitely recommend this episode to, you, mm-hmm. just on the basis of, like, because of the, ideas behind it like yeah. and, and sort of how different it is yeah you know like i wouldn't recommend it as like a baseline like if you just want to know like just generally what star trek is about obviously it's not that type of episode. i mean i put it ahead of last week's yeah what, what, was, what that
0: was, was that was data data going to the planet yeah
1: yeah i mean that episode was just so like uh, nor like typical yeah i yeah. don't know
0: that was, that was a six that was a six. Yeah. Not a well, like, six that was something yeah. better than... Yeah. yeah,
1: well, and like I said, too, right? Like, the fact that, that you know, it, they had this whole monumental thing of 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 it being about, like, or partly about mm. uh, Troy getting her, going through her bridge officer test and yeah. getting her promotion and all that stuff, and then just, like, it was so, like, nothing really was made of it. Like, mm. it was just very kind of, like, why did we... Why do we spend all that time on that when we weren't going to really make anything of it? Yeah. And and so that was really disappointing. And so, that, yeah, like you say, I mean, like, it's just, like, that episode should have been, a, a, like, a, a key episode. Yeah. And the fact that it wasn't, it illustrates exactly the problem with it, yeah. you know? <laughs> so, yeah. This is le- this is not a key episode, but it is a very interesting one. So mm-hmm. there you go. Mm. Well, I will, uh,
0: I'll take interesting. Yeah. Yeah. All right, uh, so that's it for this week. We'll be back next week with another episode, episode eighteen. Uh, yeah,
1: I'm kind of interested as to which, which, which uh, what is that at? one? Eye of the Beholder. Oh, okay, that is. Oh right, I always forget when I when I hear that title, I'm always just like, which one was that? And then I look at, it, I'm like, oh yeah, it's the one with, um, Troy. It's a Troy episode. Oh. where she's kind of having those weird like visions of like some stuff that's happened and it's and then it's starting to intrude into her own experience. Hmm, it's I, not kinda of, hard to explain. Yeah, it, it's not ringing any bells, but I'm we, sure we, I'll remember yeah, what it's see. It, you'll it. be like, yeah. oh okay, this one yeah. Um yeah. yeah. Anyways uh so that's next time. Yeah. Next time on Star Trek the next generation. Yeah. Rewatch podcast. Ret yeah. Until then I'm Chris. This is Emmett. Cheers. Bye bye.